Welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is Wednesday Football Leave, baby! Woo! Yeah! Let's go! We are at uh, NFL Eve. Um, first start, uh, first game tomorrow, Dallas versus Tampa Bay, because I almost said New England because I was thinking about Tom Brady, but yeah, it's Tampa Bay versus Dallas on Thursday night football, yeah, defending champs versus Dallas, so yeah, let's do this, we are going to the NFL, we are previewing the NFL season. All I'm really doing is doing bold predictions, practically, and then, um, yeah, I'm going to send you guys on your way. You know, hopefully hopefully it's not too long, but it's probably going to be long as shit because I'm going to start talking shit. That's just normally what I do. But first, where you can find the Cruise Podcast is on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you can find your podcast needs, and YouTube, and any, anywhere else you can find your podcast needs. That's where you can find the Cruise Podcast. Also, where you find the latest updates of the show is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast, also on Twitter at Nice Town Finest. Okay, we're gonna start it up, man. With this is the NFL season is coming, it's ready, and we are excited. Let's go! Woo! All right, so we're gonna start off with the NFC West. Last year, Seattle Seahawks uh, won the division by a very slim margin, but this year, I don't see them winning it. This year, what I see is the LA Rams, I see the Arizona Cardinals, then I see Seattle, then I see San Francisco. This is going to be one of the more tougher divisions. To that, This is one of the more tougher divisions to kind of like predict. But I think overall, team-wise, LA has a better team than everyone else in the West right now as we speak. Now, Arizona has an explosive offense now that they added A.J. Green and DeAndre Hopkins. And you also put James Conner as one of your run as a who is actually a workers work horse running back. So and this team is dangerous. It's a very very dangerous team. I know everybody's talking about well the 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 starting running back would probably be Chase Edmonds. No, I think starting running back would be uh, James Conner. Hopefully for my fantasy sake. And um, yeah, I I I don't really see them. I, I really just I don't see the Rams losing too many games in the West. Uh, San Francisco I think is the worst built team out of these, but they're still a very 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 going to be a very they're still going to be a very very well coached team. Do we see Trey Lance this year? Do we keep Jimmy G? What do we do? I mean, you don't pick a Trey Lance in the top five picks and not play him in the first season normally. I mean, McNabb had to do it. Like Tom Brady, kind of had to do it. If Drew Bledsoe never gets injured, we never have a Tom Brady um, waiting in the wings. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's so many different aspects to what you do with that top five pick, especially when it's a quarterback. You know, in the past few years, they just you know they trial by fire. That's normally what happens. But I think what's good about San Francisco's situation is that Trey Lance can sit back, learn from um, Kyle Shanahan's offense, and hopefully he will. Sometime, I think sometime this year he's going to play. I truly do. I think that Seattle is is pretty well built with um, DK Metcalf and um, oh my goodness. And Chris Carson, you got Russell Wilson. You know, you never count this team out. But I think defensively, they're not as good as years past. 
And I think that's where these high-flying offenses kind of give them trouble. And, and them also trying to keep up with scoring with these teams. I don't know why I'm blanking on the other wide receiver's name right now that's on that team that's really fast. But he always gets injured at some point during the season. That's why he's kind of, I don't know, he's unreliable. He's an unreliable person right now. We don't know yet. But we know that Russell Wilson is going to play 17 games this year. And I see the L.A. Ram- I still just see right now the L.A. Rams and Arizona really going toe-to-toe to who gets the first place this year. And also the addition of J.J. Watt. You still got Chandler Jones. You still you still got some monsters. I mean, um, you know, we still got some pretty good players. Okay, on on Arizona's defense. You know, Buda Baker. Um, they get. Uh, did they get rid of him? I think they got rid of uh, Jordan. Jordan. Ah, um, uh, Jordan. I'm just gonna say his name is Jordan because he used to play for the Eagles, and I cannot. I don't know what's going on with me today, but. Uh, the addition of Matthew Stafford with that high flying offense, I think he has a stronger arm. He is a he's a, he has he has something different from Jared Goff. Now Jared Goff was great for this offense, but I think that Sean McVay can now kind of survey the field a little bit more with Matthew Stafford actually being able to be a really good play caller. Um, so I think that you got a stronger arm in Matthew Stafford. You got a better veteran. Um, and you still have this high-flying offense with great weapons around them. Now, are the running backs dropping like flies? Of course they are, but you added Sony Michelle, who's actually has been and has shown to be a workhorse running back, workhorse running back whenever he's in there. I think that him and Daryl Henderson are very good one-two punch right now. All right, that, that's the NFC West. Now, AFC West, I'm going to say Kansas City Chiefs. I think this one's the easiest. Kansas City Chiefs, LA Chargers, LA, um, Las Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders, and also the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos, let's be real, are probably going to be in the top five picks this year. Um, LA, I mean, the, I keep saying this. The Las Vegas Ra- Raiders, as well coached as they are, John Gruden has actually been very, has brought out pretty good, good results with a team with not that great of a roster you still have Derek Carr as the quarterback um you still have Darren Waller you know you have Josh Jacobs you you have a pretty good team overall um but I think in this NFC in this AFC West I think the Chargers and KC right now roster wise coaching wise experience wise are a lot better than the Las Vegas Raiders right now I think that the Chargers slimly missed the playoffs but that kid Justin Herbert is a problem with Keenan Allen with hopefully and I mean hopefully a healthy Mike Williams if you have that one two punch now did they lose Hunter Henry this is where they kind of take a little bit of a step back because you don't have that tight end in the middle right now you still have Austin Eckler, who I guess you're putting all your eggs in that basket right now as a as a number one running back. You still got Josh Jackson, um, but the defensively, Bosa. You know, you, you I mean, you didn't they get um? That is the problem. Their defense is probably going to be the problem. <laughs> Keeping up with KC though, you, I don't see anybody. Once again, in the West. I don't see anybody even being close to Kansas City, barring 
a Patrick Mahomes catastrophic injury. Like, that's just the only thing that's stopping Kansas City right now in the AFC West. That's the only thing, truthfully. Let's be real. That's the best-built team. It's the best-coach team. It's the team with the most experience in the playoffs and getting to the playoffs. They know how to get there, and they know how to stay there. You know, they know how to put 40 on you, and if they got to put 20 on you in a probably a defensive game, it, it might can happen now. They're a little bit better defensively, but they're going to have to they, – they got to stay healthy. What hurt them last year was that Tampa Bay got hot at the right time and all of their and their whole entire line had to be replaced. That was the problem to me. But yeah, that's where I'm at with that. I think Kansas City, LA Chargers, Las Vegas Raiders, and also the Denver Broncos rounding out the AFC West. Now, let's go to the NFC South. This one was a little tricky, kind of. Um, Tampa Bay barring whatever, is probably going to win the South probably comfortably like I thought New Orleans would have last year, but they did win the South. Let's be real. They won the South even with Drew Brees, even Blues, even with Drew Brees missing a few games. But Tampa Bay returning all 22 starters, returning their pretty much all of their coaching staff, if I remember correctly, their whole entire coaching staff is back. It's hard to beat chemistry. And when you have two years of that chemistry, especially with youth, and all you just needed was the old dog, and that's Tom Brady and Gronkowski. You bring that type of that, – that's all you needed, for real, to, like, skyrocket this team. Now, could this team win with Jameis? Probably. I think they could have won with Jameis. Uh, and I know a lot of you are haters, and that's your life. But Jameis Winston – is actually a very, very, very smart quarterback. He's he makes bad decisions, which is com- that's common sense to me. That's not being stupid. That's not being dumb. That I, I hate when people say this shit. He makes bad decisions. He makes childish decisions, pretty much most of the time. But what's great about Winston is that he's a very, very smart quarterback, especially on the blackboard, as everybody has been shown, as it been shown on uh, QB camp. There's a reason why he was a number one pick in the draft. There's a reason why he had high grades. The kids, I mean, the dude is pretty good. So that's why I'm saying New Orleans is going to be number two. They're probably going to make the playoffs with Jameis. If Mike Thomas comes back healthy, ready to go with that offense, with Alvin Kamara, you know, with Taysom Hill being that wild card, their defense has actually just got bolstered today on the cornerbacks when they just got they just received um Bradley Roby from Houston Texans who I guess are trying to lose this year as usual and <laughs> no but I think that they bolstered their team with another corner going across from um fuck man I'm I'm gonna remember these I, it's names right now I don't know why I can't remember names it's it's so bad oh fuck I'm gonna remember um but oh, Lattimore, Marcus Lattimore. There we go. Fuck, man. Now you have a solid number two who's normally a number one. Now this team defensively in the back end is 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 set. They're a set team right now. All they just need is Jameis Winston to play just up to par. Uh, you know, he can be – you can't be too reckless, but at the same time you just need to be – just don't, don't fuck it up. And you, they're getting to the playoffs. I think they get to the playoffs 
because they have to play the the AFC South bottom teams, and that's Atlanta and Carolina. I think that New Orleans and Tampa Bay are gonna beat each other up. I think those. They, I think they're gonna split, probably home and home. But I, if they don't beat up on Atlanta and Carolina, and also they play the NFC East this year too. So let's be real. I mean, I'm gonna be real. Let's all be real. Okay, what that's for later. But I think this. I say Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Atlanta, and Carolina. I think Carolina's too young right now. They're still, you know, you got to work in Sam Darnold. Um, I think that Atlanta is in a rebuild stage, but I think they're still a little bit better than um than Carolina at this point. It, it depends. Carolina depends on where Christian McCaffrey's health is going to be this year. Are they going to sit him out whenever he gets a nick or a cut, or are you going to let him play? That's that's really where we're at with Carolina. I think Atlanta with the addition of Kyle Pitts, and you still have Calvin Ridley. Um, you still have a you have an all right defense. It's probably still going to get steamrolled by by Tampa Bay in in New Orleans. I think that they, I think we still are maybe two, maybe three years away from actually having a competitive team out there. I think Carolina's the same way. I mean, you have Robbie Anderson, you have Sam Darnold, you have Christian McCaffrey. Um, I think they still have DJ Moore. I mean, they're they're not a bad de- they're not a bad offense, but I think defensively, with the retirement of Luke Keekly, still I think that still lingers. I still think that um, I think they do. I think they may have defensive rookie of the year this year. By the way, um, and JC Horn, who is uh, Joe Horn's son, but I I don't see them being better than Atlanta right now at this point. All right. So now we go to the AFC South division. This one was also tough because y'all know me, man. I love me some Carson Wentz. He's one of my f- favorite Eagles of all time, mostly because he should have won MVP when they won the Super Bowl. But we're not going to go there. We're not going to. We're not going to talk about the past. We're not talking about the past. I won't. I, I'm sorry. I will not. I'm sorry, y'all. All right. But who do I have winning the AFC South? Well, we're going to start from the bottom. We're going to start with Jacksonville. Jacksonville is maybe two years away. The injury to Travis Etienne is a very big injury, but you still have Trevor Lawrence. I think this is his learning curve. I think he's going to get his ass whooped this year, and he's going to get back up, and he's going to be better for it. Now, do they have great weapons? Now, do they have good weapons around them? Yes, they still have pretty good weapons around them. DJ Shark. um, DJ Shark. Fuck, man. See, this is this is my problem. I... I I know they got pretty good wide receivers. I just cannot remember right now. That um, fuck yo, because I know they got a couple somebody from LSU. All right, they got Marvin Jones. That's right, Marvin Jones went there. Le, uh, Leviscus uh, Sinault. Yo, he's the every like he does everything on this team. He's actually pretty good. You know, he's the guy that they they're trying to get the ball in his hands a lot more. Um, hopefully he gets, you know, he, he, he's going to do big things, man. I think he's going to be pretty good. You still got Miles Jack on his team. You still got, well, they got Malcolm Brown Ooh, from Texas. Okay. All right. My bad. All right. Um, you know, you still got CJ Henderson, Shaquille Griffin went over there. You know, it, it's not, sorry, Shaq Griffin. Yeah. Huh. Hold on. Sorry. My bad. That caught me off guard a little bit. All right. So, yeah, I, I think they still, you know, there's still a year or two. There's, oh, fuck. Now I'm trying to get my life together. Okay. There's still a couple years away from being a very competitive, being a competitive team again. 
Um, where was I at? Okay, Houston. I think they're going to be a little bit better than people think. Uh, you still got a solid Tyrod Taylor. Um, they got a stable running backs right now. Um, with Philip Lind- like Philip Lindsay's your third running back. I think you have a pretty good stable running backs with. Sorry, they also have um, uh, Mark Ingram. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm gotta look up these shits sometimes. Um, they got David Johnson, Mark Ingram, Philip Lindsay. Uh, they, damn, they got Rex Burkhead too. They're really trying to be Patriots self. They just picked up uh Danny Amendola. Nico Collins is gonna be a a surprise dude this year. By the way, he's actually not a bad wide receiver. Um, Brendan Cooks. Brendan Cooks is probably gonna get traded at some point this year. Watch, we're gonna see. He's going because I don't know why. This dude cannot stay on one team, <laughs> okay? As what happens, I don't know why. But he's probably going to get traded at some point this year for somebody that needs a running back. I mean, needs a wide receiver um, to, like, try to get a try to get a title. I mean, that that's going to be a title contender. So, we'll see. Um, yeah, so that's where we're at with that. And then also, all right, so who's going to be second place? Indianapolis. I think Indianapolis, um, depending on Wentz's injury history, pretty much is what's going to determine if they're going to be viable for the playoffs. By the way, um, just going back to past history because I can do that. Um, if Carson Wentz does, if Carson Wentz starts um, 75% of the games and gets to the playoffs with the Indianapolis Colts, the Eagles receive a first-round pick. If those don't happen. They will get a third round pick from fucking Carson Wentz, who is the starting quarterback that is the franchise quarterback. That's all they would leave with, with from Carson Wentz from a Carson Wentz straight is one first round pick and a third rounder. And I think two actually two third rounders. Yeah, that's what we're leaving with from a Carson Wentz straight. Howie Roseman needs to be fucking fired. Okay? Fired. That's all I'm saying. I don't give a shit. He needs to be fired how the fuck do you try okay sorry my bad sorry 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 i almost went into well, sorry went to fan mode that's on me tennessee has probably the best built team out of everyone in the a- afc south um if you got Tannehill, you got julio you got aj what else do you need oh my bad you got a six foot six running back no i'm joking is he six foot six he's tall as shit He's like 6'4", at least. Um, Derek King Henry. I'm not calling another man King in front of his name. I'm going to call him in the middle name, motherfucker. So, have a problem with it. So, they have monsters. And I mean, and I mean, and I mean, they have monsters for weapons. Monsters. You catch any of them in the open field, you are fucked. And these are wide receivers we're talking about. With speed and with height. So if you throw the ball up, they can high point the shit out the ball. I don't see anyone beating Tennessee in this South, to tell you the truth. And that, they, like, they have way too much going on. Like, him, like, what do you stop? Who do you stop? How do you stop? That's literally the question right now. They're the most dangerous team in the AFC right now when healthy, when ready to go. This is how good this team is. Defensively, what do you really need? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, to tell you the truth, 
goodness gracious, my bad. I don't know what just happened right there. Hold on. Whoo! Defensively, what do you need? Huh? Who, who, what, what else you want? They got a great O-line. You know, you have a really, actually, I'm sorry. You have a really good O-line. You went out and you, I mean, the only thing they really lost in this situation is Jonu Smith and also uh, Corey Davis. But you upgraded with Julio Jones, if healthy. You still have Taylor Lewan, um, who is on the on the offensive line. I mean, let me see. Defensively, who do y'all got? Who they got? Oh, snap. They went and got Bud Dupree, a sack master, Jeffrey Simmons. If Jeffrey Simmons is healthy, Jeffrey Simmons in the draft was supposed to be a monster. Rashawn Evans, also monster from Alabama. Um, they're, they're, And Harold Landry. Oh, they got Harold Landry, too? Hold on, let me see that. I think they still have. Okay, so they got Armani Hooker as um a safety. Hold on, did they get rid of their fifth? That's gonna be the problem. They do have uh Janoris Jackrabbit, um Janoris Jenkins on the uh as one of their corners, but he's lost a step or two. They still got uh Kevin uh Bayer too. Bayard, whatever. That's his name. They're the best built team in the South right now. They should be able to run away with this easily. Um, yeah, tell you the truth, they should be able to run with it, run away with the NFC, AFC South. All right, let's go to the NFC North. This isn't as tough as I thought it was going to be to like predict this one, but I have Green Bay winning this in a landslide. I I I think they sweep the division. I, I do. I don't see anyone beating Green Bay. With for Aaron Rodgers, a motivated Aaron Rodgers, a motivated Devontae Adams, a motivated defense. I think the whole team is motivated to try to keep Aaron Rodgers there. Now, Aaron Jones needs to stay healthy. Um, that That's probably the biggest thing right now. You still have A.J. Dillon, who's a fucking animal. But you need to stay – everybody needs to stay healthy. They need to have a, a solid number two. They brought back Randall Cobb. Is he why is he beyond his years? We don't know yet. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out real quick if he's beyond it. Um, Tunyon was really the the tight end was supposed. Ah, shit. Fuck. Sorry, I just hit my knee on something. All right. Um, Robert Tunyon was actually supposed to be like the next uh, the next pretty good uh, tight end for them. Um, let's see if that comes to fruition. I think it's more. Did Aaron is Aaron Rodgers making this team look better, or is Aaron Rodgers? I mean, or is this team actually pretty good? I think they're the best team in the in the NFC North right now, and I think they're going to run away with it. But Detroit will be my number two. Jared Goff still pretty good quarterback. Um, <clears throat> I mean, like you, we're going to find out how good he is because he still has T.J. Hawkinson. You know, they lost both their top wide receivers from last year. Um, but I think due to him being a pretty, to me, I think Jared Goff is a pretty, uh, how can I say this? Jared Goff is, is he has some veteran leadership in him. Not veteran, yeah, veteran, veteran shit in him. Um, but we're going to find out how good he is, too. Oh, Rob. What you got, bro? Check out draft recap. Oh, I'll check it out later. All right. 
So, they still have DeAndre Swift if he's healthy. Um, let me see. I think the only biggest I think the biggest problem they have is that they don't have the wide receivers. Tyrell Williams is not bad. Ara St. Brown, that's from UFC, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not bad either. He's actually pretty good. Darren Fells, people sleep, but Darren Fells is actually a pretty good tight end with TJ Hawkinson. Um, defensively, they got Michael Brockers. Um, Alex Alonzo. Ooh. And a, and a lot. In, oh, whatever. Trey Flowers. Not bad. Pretty much they got... Um, let me see. I'm just trying to see real quick who else I mean they have. Yeah. Deshaun Amos. Adrian Amos' brother? Possibly. All right. So, I think built-wise, Detroit is going to be the number two. I say Chicago will be number three. Does Justin Fields play? Will Justin Fields – will we see Justin Fields at some point this year? Yes, we will. Uh, why, why, why not? We're going to see him this year. We're going to – like Andy Dalton is really – which sucks – because he's not, he's never been at. Well, they got Jamie Collins too. I'm sorry, Detroit also got Jamie Collins. Um, but where the fuck was I? Chicago. Chicago has a pretty good team, but with a rookie quarterback playing in that cold weather stadium, and you know, playing that Chicago winners are different than than a lot of people's than a lot of people than a lot of. America's other winters, it's a different fucking winter. But if there's one guy that can probably withstand it, it might be is probably going to be Justin Fields. Now, do they have the weapons for it? Now they're waiting for Tariq Cohen to come back. You still have Allen Robertson, who might not be with the team by the end of this season. I think I say trade deadline time, he might get traded. He might be traded too. That's one of these wide receivers that might be gone from their teams. Um, defensively, they still have a very stout defense. You still got Khalil Mack. You know, you still got Eddie Jackson. You know, you, you still got, you know, a pretty good working defense. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know any other players. I'm not gonna, I know the two main guys, and they're there, and they're very pretty fucking good. They're pro bowlers, okay? So, you still have a top 10 defense. I could probably hold you up, but I say the Packers win every game. Um, and they win the division by landslide. And then the last team, who I got is Minnesota, right? <clears throat> so Minnesota will probably last. Kirk Cousins is going to take a step back. I think Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen, um, and Justin Jefferson are a really good combination with Dalvin Cook. But defensively, where are they at? They're not as good as defensive as they used to be, and that's going to be their detriment. They're going to get scored on a lot. And I'm saying Chicago, at the end of the season, is going to be probably a better team than Minnesota. All right, next. AFC North. We're doing AFC North, yay! Y'all ready for the... All right, I'm going to start from the bottom because y'all going to be like, what? So, I got Cincinnati at the bottom. They're just, let's be real, they're dog water. Um, with Pittsburgh, number three. Why do I say Pittsburgh number three? I'll tell you why. They're still going to make the playoffs. By the way, four teams from one division can make the playoffs this year, by the way. Well, I mean, all the teams from the from a division can make the playoffs. Okay, but Pittsburgh is going to be 
they're going. I think we're seeing the last remnants of a great Ben Roethlisberger. Now, is Ben Roethlisberger a Hall of Famer? Yes, he is. He won two Super Bowls for a reason. I mean, you don't do that with a pretty bad quarterback. You know, he's he's been a very good quarterback for the Steelers all his career. But I don't see this team being as good as they were, as good as they started last year. Uh, you know, Claypool kind of fell off. Um, you brought back Juju. Um, you brought in Najee Harris. You lost James Conner. Um, defensively, you lost Bud Dupree. So now TJ Watt's probably going to get double teamed a lot more this year. Um, Hayward, another year older. Um, just lost Steven Nelson, who was actually a very viable cornerback. Um, you still got Minka Fitzpatrick, but, you know, I just, I don't see Pittsburgh being as good as last year. I think they're another year older. The scheme is caught up to, and I think they are the third team in this division right now, especially roster wise. Oh, you want to go somewhere? Oh, who's number two? The Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. This team goes where he goes. Lamar Jackson has to be on point this year. Why? You? Why do you ask? You lost your top running back this year, and you lost another running back before the season started. You bring it in Le'Veon Bell. You have Gus Edwards still. You lost uh, Marcus Ingram. I mean, you lost Ingram. Your wide receiving core right now is pretty fucking thin. You still have Mark Andrews. You still got Mark Andrews. That's cool. You still got a great offensive line. Do they stay healthy? That's what you need. But defensively, is Marcus Peters? Marcus Peters is still there. Defensively, y'all gonna hold. Y'all gotta hold up until reinforcements come. And I mean Hollywood Brown. Uh, Rashad Bateman, who's actually a very, very underrated wide receiver from college, from Minnesota. The kid, he's 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 going to be a problem when healthy. They got to survive the early part of this season with a thin roster. It's going to be tough, but I think Baltimore still will weather this storm because next week, because this week, they're playing Vegas. They should win that game. Next week, they play Kansas City. You're going to have to put up 40 points. And it's going to have to be Lamar Jackson putting a hero, like a hero's effort. And that still might not win you the, win you the game. Baltimore's going to have it. It's going to be a tough road for them, but I still see them being the second best team and probably the team that's going to have the second best record in the AFC North. But the team that's going to win the AFC North for the first time in so many fucking years is the Cleveland motherfucking Browns. And here's what's going to happen. Here's why. Defensively, stout defense, very good defense. Very slept on defense. Now, are they playing Kansas City first week? We're going to find out how good this defense actually is. But, offensively, you add Odell Beckham Jr. You have Jarvis Landry. You 
have Austin Hooper. You have Nick Chubb. You also have um, Kareem Hunt. And then you have Baker Mayfield, another year better, another year in the system, and another year smarter. Baker doesn't make those mistakes that Jameis was making his first couple years. Baker actually is a good maestro for this team. Now, I know everybody's like, whoa, he's going to start like trying to you know, throw the ball to, uh, to Odell Beckham. It's going to mess his game up. It's not. It's not. It's actually going to make the game easier for them. Because if Odell Beckham comes back, like almost 100% where he was last year, or I mean two years ago, this team is fucking dangerous. And I mean Super Bowl dangerous. I know everybody's like, yeah, yeah, this is my Super Bowl pick. No, 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 no. Y'all were too early. This year, they're a dangerous fucking team. And I mean like number two in the AFC dangerous fucking team. They are well coached. And they're well disciplined, hopefully. Because Miles Sanders did, I mean, Miles Garrett did go a little off one time. It's okay. It's all right. It happens to the best of us. Might have called him a nigga. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't ask questions. You know, he did what he did. Very violent fella. But I think, I think they're Super Bowl dangerous. And I mean, Super Bowl dangerous. I mean, getting there and possibly winning it. I think they. I think if they can just get in line, if like you don't have to throw the Odell twenty times in the game unless he's open. You still got you still got Jarvis Landry too. This is a dangerous team, a very very dangerous team. Okay, next AFC North. Okay, let's be, let's get the the weak ones out of the way first. New York Jets out of here. Goodbye. New England Patriots. New England Patriots are interesting. Here's why. Mac Jones gives me Tom Brady vibes with a better arm. He has a stronger arm than Tom Brady ever had. Tom Brady had a good, you know, he can throw the ball, you know, okay, he's very accurate. Mac Jones has deep ball accuracy, and I mean pin fucking point deep ball accuracy. Where he has the advantage over Tom Brady right now is that he was coached by Nick Saban. Nick Saban is a disciple on the coaching tree from Bill Belichick. Mac Jones has been learning this system for the past four to five years. So, for the past four to five years, he has been learning the system as a backup quarterback. He's been learning the system as a backup behind Jalen Hurts and Tua Tua. Mac Jones, in his senior year, won a national championship. Now, did he have Devontae Smith? Yes, but Jalen Watkins was injured all year. Waddle, sorry, Jalen Waddle, sorry, Jalen Waddle was injured all year. He's dangerous with the weapons they got. Because you have John U. Smith, you have Hunter Henry, and people will sleep on this, but Nelson Aguilar 
as a slot wide receiver is a fucking problem when he catches the ball. Um, shit, hold on, I, I, because they put, they brought a lot of people over. They brought a lot of people over. The only reason why I'm saying they're number three on this on this list, on on the AFC West. Oh yeah, they still got Damian Harris, uh, Stevenson, JJ Taylor. Shit, hold on. James White will be a third down. Oh, it got Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, who came on last year. Um, I don't know who Olison is. Matthew Slater is still on this fucking team. Goodness gracious! But you added so many. Pro, you've added so many good players on this team. It's going to be about gelling together now. Trent Brown. Trent Brown's a great left tackle. Um, Isaiah Wynn has been a pretty good tackle himself. Shaq Mason, pretty good uh, guard. It's, it, their defense is always going to be stout because it's a Bill Belichick coach defense. Um, ooh, they got Matt Judah. And you still got... um. The, Dante Hightower, Jalen Mills, that's a big, very, very good pickup. And J.C. Jackson on each side. Jonathan Jones is actually really good, too. Yeah, Devin McCourty is – oh, yeah, Devin McCourty is uh, free safety. All right, my bad. I had to go through their thing real quick because I remember they got a bunch of people this year off the um, – out of free agency. They spent a lot on free agency. And Matt Jones has put <clears> – <throat> sorry, Matt Jones has put around some pretty good weapons. So, especially with two tight ends, that's when the Patriots are at their best, is when they have a great one-two combination at, at tight end. At, yeah, at their best. That's normally when they, you know, make the most damage, is when they have those two tight end sets, when they had Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. I know everybody's like, oh, Aaron Hernandez. No, listen, that that's, that's how good this team was. And then all you needed was, like, a Randy Moss as your wideout. But do they don't have Randy Moss. But they have a pretty good quarterback to me. All right. So, yeah, they, that's why I'm saying they're <clears throat> circled them at number three. A dangerous number three AFC East team. Number two, I'm saying Buffalo. Buffalo, I'm not saying Buffalo is going to take a step back. I'm saying Miami takes that big leap forward with Tua. I think that Brian Flores is a really good di- disciplined coach. Finally, under the Bill Belichick system, that the only other successful Bill Belichick disciple was Nick Saban. And I think Brian, Forla- Brian Flores is a better coach than all the rest of these, all the rest, except for Nick Saban, of course. I think that the addition of Jalen Waddell, I think that their defense was very stout last year. If Xavier Howard is Xavier, Xavier Howard um, has his shit together and they finally get his contract shit together. I think they're a dangerous fucking... I think they can win the AFC East very easily. Not easily. I'm sorry, so sorry. I think it might come down to like the last two weeks between them and Buffalo, but I think it's going to be a very, very close, close, razor-thin type deal. That's what I think. All right, let me see. I forgot who won it last year. Shit. Hold on. Sorry, Buffalo won it last year. Yeah, 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 because they were 10-6. I mean, Miami was 10-6. It wasn't like they were that far away. So... I think that we I think that it flip flops between those two. Alright. And so that's what I got. I got Miami, Buffalo, New England, and Jets. Alright. Now, 
Finally, the a NFC East. Why did I wait for the NFC East to be last? Because my favorite team's there. And we're going to talk about this 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 division. <laughs> Starting at number one, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott is coming back. I think their defense is going to be stout this year. I know that everybody's talking about their corners, but when you have three very good linebackers and Micah Parsons, Jalen Smith, and Kyle, um, Van Der Esch, Kyle Van Der Esch, right? I think it's Kyle. No. Landon. No. Van Der Esch. That's his fucking name. Um, when you have, you know, linebacker you, you have um DeMarcus Ware as one of your one of your best pass rushers who's yes, he's a very good pass rusher. And on the other side you have uh Smith. Alden not Alden Smith. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. They got the one um that got caught smoking weed. Oh my gosh, bro. This shit sucks. I, I'm I gotta do better with memory. My memory's kinda off right now, sorry, uh. Um Gregory. Randy Gregory. You got Randy Gregory, you know, um Hold on. Leighton Vanderesh. Damn. Jabril Cox. Jabril Cox is actually pretty good too. And they also added Con uh uh Kanu Con Kanu's Neil, right? Oh my goodness. I need to go to bed. That's what it is. Uh <laughs> Trevor, uh, Travion, uh, Diggs, another year getting better. Jordan Lewis, another year getting better. Anthony Brown, another year getting better. Um, like, really, oh, yeah, they got Malik Hooker and DeMonte Casey. They improved this defense on the back end. The offense, Dak Prescott, if they're in, if he's playing and he's healthy, they're scoring 40 points a game with him in. With a great trio, what probably the best trio of wideouts in the league right now next to Tampa Bay who has Mike Mike Evans Chris Godwin and fucking Antonio Brown Antonio Brown might be the third best wide receiver on that team what okay think about the Dallas Cowboys now you have Amari Cooper CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup and as a running back as the kicker Ezekiel Elliott, and you got Dak Prescott, who just got that new money, baby. He got that money, baby. Who is stopping the Dak? Who do you stop? Once again, how do you? Who do you? When do you? You can't stop any of that shit. You can't put eight in the box because Dak's going to throw it over your head. You can't not put eight in the box because now Zeke is running wild with, hopefully, if they do, have a healthy line. Or hopefully not, if you're an Eagles fan. But just saying. Uh, hey, once again, I'm being very objective. It's very weird for me. I don't like it. All right. And also, it makes me itch saying that the Cowboys are going to win the NFC East. But I think they run away with it if Dak is healthy. Because Washington, as their defense, is a monstrous defense. Very good defense. Offensively? They're lacking. They're lacking, baby. You think that Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to hold up for 17 fucking games? You're lying to yourself. You think that he won't go through that one little lull in the season? Because it, it, I'm not saying it as a hater. I'm saying it because this is history. He goes through a lull. Now, now he gets super duper hot. 
But then he goes through these laws where he's just throwing picks after picks after picks. Washington won't be able to withstand that. Only one team's coming out the East, and that's going to be Dallas. And Dallas is the probably most dangerous team coming out the East. I don't see this team. I don't see Washington. The only reason why I have Washington number two is because they have the best defense out of the other three. New York Giants have Saquon Barkley coming back from an ACL injury. Uh, Daniel Jones coming back from uh, an okay season. Um, you still got Sterling Shepard. You picked up Kenny Galladay, who's injured already. Um, defensively, not really, not really any names to be. You know, a lot of lot of mid mid level players, except for Blake Martinez, who is a tackling machine. But I mean. New York, not, I think they got, they need another weapon. Shit, they need another wide receiving weapon at that. And then we go to Philadelphia. Fuck. Fuck. And normally, in this situation, I would have them number two. But, Hertz is going into his second season. With a new court, with a new coach, new coordinator, new everything except for new fucking GM. Apparently, you really surrounded him with pretty good weapons in Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith, hopefully a revitalized Jalen Rager. Um. Hopefully another revitalized JJ Athergan Whiteside because you have to have that work. Getting rid of Wentz made their playoff, made their winning the East drastically different. That's that's a hard loss for shit return. But we're not gonna talk about that. They still got Miles Sanders. They still have probably one of the best lines in the game when healthy. But on the other side, D-line-wise, always been the strength of this team. Um, linebackers are a little bit better this year. And, I mean, Darius Slay has Steven Nelson as the number two. So, a little bit more stout on the back end. But, how do you mesh this team together offensively? That's the only thing I'm worried. That's the biggest thing I'm worried. That's the biggest worry. I'm not saying that they're going to yeah I am I'm saying that they're not that good yet I'm saying if the in the training staff has been very very sub fucking par a lot of injuries and I just don't I don't, I don't see it right yet I, I like Hurts can be a really good quarterback but remember when you bring in a new coach that new coach wants his quarterback the quarterback that he can mold Jalen Hurts been molded by Peterson already. Dougie Fresh. Now, should they have gotten rid of Doug? Yeah. And that's Doug's own fault. I know he won a Super Bowl for the Eagles. He did all that. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for winning the Super Bowl. But you have to understand is that at some point you have to concede somewhere. You have to know that, oh, maybe the way I'm doing this isn't fucking working. Maybe keeping Wentz would have been the thing that worked. Why the 
fuck would you bring in a Frank Reich disciple and not keep the guy who had one of the greatest seasons in Eagles history before tearing his ACL under? I mean, with that new coach who is underneath that coach. Really running the same fucking system. I I don't want Howie Roseman to be the GM of this fucking team. Or president, wherever the fuck he is. He fucked this team up. Bad. And hopefully the leaders in the locker room take care of business. Because that whole, we're not going to play for a certain quarterback type deal. You are still all bitches, in my opinion, for saying some shit like that. If that's real. If that's real, you're a bitch. You're a grown-ass fucking adult. You should be able to lead your fucking self. If you're, oh man, I'm mad. I came from the practice squad and I'm not going to run this hard because I don't like Carson Wentz. You're a fucking idiot. If that's true, you're a fucking idiot. Like I said before, you weren't even on the team. You were on the practice squad. And you want to sit here and live out your dreams of being an NFL player and being mad at a quarterback? Because why? I think you need to get the fuck over that. I'm not going to play as hard. You're stupid if that's that's the case. You're living the dream that most can't. And you're going to try to tell me some dumb shit like that? I don't want to hear that. That's stupid. Why is he happier in Indianapolis playing basketball? during pre- Now, did he break his foot? Probably. But <laughs> I just think that Philadelphia as a whole probably needs a revitalized locker room. And hopefully that's what they have, but I still don't see them being touching the NFC East. And watch, I'm gonna be wrong. Hopefully I'm hopefully I'm hopefully I'm wrong, but I don't see it yet. Um I'm gonna do the playoff predictions probably this weekend. Um I just wanted to put out the uh the this what I got for divisions wise, and then I'm gonna do the playoff predictions because I'm taking way too long with this. <laughs> no, I'm playing. But I wanna say, man, I hope you guys um enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys, I uh, know some of, some of you probably don't like the sports talk, so I'm sorry. But um, as you guys know, I'm, I'm, my mind goes everywhere. Wow, I've almost been doing this for an hour. Oh, shit, I did not mean to do that. <laughs> is what it is. That's what, hey, man, I love sports, man. I love football. So this is one, you know, it's going to, this is fun. But, um, so that's just the divisions. <laughs> so um, probably Saturday, I'll do the playoff predictions um, where I have everybody placed in the playoffs. Um, so be, stay tuned for that. So with that, I want to say where you can find the cruising podcast is on Apple podcasts, also on Spotify, also where you're on YouTube, wherever else you can find your podcast needs is where you can find the cruising podcast. Also where you can find the latest updates of the show is on Instagram at cruising podcast. Also on Twitter at nice town finest. And with that, I want to say, I love you guys so much. Welcome. Hey neighbors. What's up my neighbors. So with that, I want to say, love you guys so much. Don't do anything I would do. Catch you guys later. Deuces.